0: Hi everyone, it's John and Ben, and welcome back to Santa by the Minute, the podcast where Ben and I talk about 1985's Santa Claus the movie.
1: One minute at a time.
0: We won't be saying that for too much longer because this (laughs) week we are on minute number 103. Do you have anything to talk about at the top of the show here? I don't, but we have a lot to talk about in this minute. Are you ready?
1: We, We have a lot for this minute, yeah.
0: All right, let's just get right to it. Let's get right to it. I'm excited.
1: (laughs) So our minute
0: begins with Patch finishing the sentence he started to say to the reindeer team last week in Minute 102, where he started last week saying he's seen some, and here is the conclusion of that sentence. Some reindeer in my time, you're the best! The best! Does that imply he was tending a reindeer team before... The classic Santa team here, or or am I taking it, or am I taking it too literally?
1: He just said he has seen some reindeer in his time. It doesn't mean he trained them. It just means he has physically seen okay. reindeer.
0: I, I guess I was taking it a little too literally.
1: And I mean, I not to bring a Debbie Downer down here, but uh, they do use pelts in the in the the barn where the reindeer sleep and live so he's obviously been with reindeer before and it hasn't gone well for the
0: reindeer <laughs> i remember we joked about that in a very early episode that they keep renaming yeah. new reindeer donner and Blitzen and fix <laughs> yeah. and comet no they, they was just one team of reindeer these yeah. are the original reindeer
1: these are the magical
0: ones. Yes, they've lived as long as Santa and the Vendigum have. Right. Santa then happily exclaims We did it! We did it! Patch and the kids laugh and cheer. <laughs> <laughs> the next moment's pretty sweet because Blitzen like rubs his snout up against Donner's as if to say, Way to go, buddy. Mm-hmm. I thought that yeah. was very sweet.
1: In the book, it says that Blitzen leaned over to lick Donner's face in fond congratulation, and Donner flicked his ears modestly.
0: There is a close-up after that on a, on Donner, and he lets out some happy reindeer noises, mm-hmm. which sound like just like any other reindeer noise, like bah! right. <laughs>
1: But it was a little bit more high-pitched. Like, yeah. True.
0: (laughs) They did it. Yeah, yeah, that that sound effect guy that they had to do all the reindeer (laughs) sounds. They go, okay, now he's happy. (laughs) And then Joe yells out, way to go, Donner. Mm -hmm. Donner is definitely the hero of the moment. Yes. Then we cut to a long shot of the sleigh flying above the frozen landscape on its way back to the North Pole. And as it flies back home, we hear Joe introduce Cornelia to Pat. Nice to meet you, Patch.
1: We are looking at a shot of Elf Village. Yes. And next we see all of the elves. Well, not all of them. We see Patch and his group of buddies. But I don't want to go here yet. Okay, because we have to go back to the book first. The book has some stuff at the elf village that takes place before this celebration.
0: Okay, because the movie just throws us into the middle of this big party.
1: Uh Uh-huh. This big
0: celebration that Santa's back, Patch is back.
1: Yep, I know, I know. So we can't go there yet. I do want to just throw a little side note out that this in the book and in the comic book, between the sleigh flying off and being back at elf village is bz being arrested by the police and flying into outer space nah, that's I old wanna, news
0: we saw that like yeah, five minutes ago
1: <laughs> i just want to let you know but in the book and the comic this is when that actually takes place after everyone is gone but anyway back to this current minute we're at
0: i mean i was just excited to start talking about honk and honka and Vout and boog and all our (laughs) old friends we haven't seen them in quite a while
1: i know especially since we
0: took a couple months off it's been like almost a year since we've seen these guys
1: it has and i know you're super excited to talk about it but um i can't yet okay we can't (laughs)
0: Okay, <laughs> I am in mean, suspense what does the book reveal what did what did we not see in the movie
1: okay this is in the book not in the movie it's a little bit different in the movie but Patch was standing alone in the middle of the room this big room they're celebrating in and his friends Boog and Honk Honka and Vout, they're all with Santa Anya and the kids and they were greeting all of the other elves as they were coming in for this celebration so not everyone was here yet Everybody has little cups in their hand to drink. And I just want to point out that that is mulled cider. So that's what they're drinking. And all of the elves and humans raised a toast to Patch saying, good elf. Like they're all like, good elf. But instead of smiling to this fond recognition, because I still don't know why they're, they're good elfing him. But instead of smiling, Patch looked down, it, with unaccustomed elf consciousness oh elf pun <laughs> <laughs> and he said I never knew that candy canes would elf destruct
0: oh two elf puns you gotta play the sound effect twice now
1: <laughs> looking up at them elf destruct <laughs>
0: That one was golden. That was a (laughs) five-star elf pun. How did that end up on the cutting room floor? (laughs) Okay, continue on.
1: Okay. So he said, I never knew the candy canes would elf destruct. Looking up at them again with a grave expression, I never meant to hurt anybody. Anya reached out and hugged him reassuring him that they all understood and that he had been a victim of circumstance. You couldn't hurt a fly, she said gently. He hugged her back, grateful, and then looked at the others again. I just wanted you not to forget me, he murmured, his voice filled with emotion. Santa Claus shook his head, grinning ruefully. Patch, whatever else you are, you're unforgettable. Patch took a deep breath, straightening his shoulders. Santa Claus he said including all of his fellow elves in his glance starting right now i'm going to start a course of elf improvement and make you proud
0: <laughs> oh man they really packed in the elf puns
1: santa smiled with deeply felt fondness proud he said shaking his head i was always proud of you Patch, no matter what and he put his hands on patch's shoulders and patch beamed letting the love and the good will surround him basking in the glow of the respect and recognitions that he had always craved so moral of the story run away make a mess and then come back <laughs> home and everyone will love
0: you so anyway <laughs> there was well, patch's well i mean that, that's a, that's that's a pretty sweet moment it
1: is it is i think that's a great way for patch's story to
0: end because yeah we go in the movie we go straight from the rescue to the big party, right? And we're gonna really dive into it, but they were kind of—they had to have been setting up for a sequel, yeah. But we'll get into that in just a minute. I can't say um, kind of. I think they definitely, one hundred percent, were.
1: I, and I can't move on yet. We we still can't move on. I have more.
0: I think I should. I should. I think I should explain what we. The first thing we see on film in the minute is when we are at the party, and that is Patch surrounded by Honka, Vout, Boog and surprisingly standing there as part of the gang holding a mug of cider is puffy as patch sort of mimes acts out the rescue he like goes like the reindeer doing the loopy loop to save him Mm -hmm. and then the car (laughs) and that's what we see of the gang but the movie itself there's no resolution to the patch and puffy situation right. what's the status quo now that patch is back
1: but i'm not ready because after you see patch miming out the explosion you see cornelia hanging out with some elves and then you see joe with santa and anya but i but i have what leads up to this part in the book so okay keep don't going be keep, jumping keep forward keep going. i'm I have sorry staff. i didn't think
0: i was going ahead that fast i was just trying to keep up with the minute
1: so now watching everyone surround santa and patch you know remember because they're all greeting everyone and patch was having this moment with santa joe started to feel alone and understanding for the first time that he was in their world and he started to feel a little lost and more like an orphan than ever before but there's don't get all sad because santa noticed him And went over and joined Joe and left Patch to do his storytelling with the other elves that you just described in the podcast of what Patch and the elves were talking about with miming and everything. Okay? Okay. All right. So now now Santa has gone over to Joe. He says, You have had quite a night, eh, Joe? He asked, a friendly smile hiding his concern. Joe shrugged, sliding back into his super cool persona, to hide his deeper darker feelings yeah it was okay he glanced around him again at the wonders of the elves twinkling village which made the lost patchmobile seem boring by comparison and then Anya comes over and joins them and asks Joe if he would like some hot chocolate and he says no I don't want any thanks and he felt like super awkward and insecure so he kind of like made himself small, you know, hunched over, put his hands in his pocket, not really knowing what to do with all of the attention. And Anya, seeing this, all she wanted to do was scoop him up and hold him forever. Because <laughs> he's just like this little little boy who needed to be hugged. But she was afraid to do that because he's, you know, she doesn't even know him, really. <laughs> he just showed up.
0: Yeah, she's only so. heard Claus tell her about Joe. Yeah,
1: yeah. Little
0: Joe.
1: (laughs) Little Joe. So Santa Claus watched Joe silently for a moment. And then, you don't want hot chocolate, he said. You won't ask for a present. If it weren't for you, the world might never see another Christmas. And yet, all of the children in the world, you're the only one who didn't get anything. Joe santa asked quietly isn't there anything you want joe kicked the wide floorboards and started to turn away once more feeling his tough guy act crumbling me he said with desperate casualness nah i i don't need and suddenly the words came bursting out in a flood i want to stay with you i want to be your kid tears filling his eyes, and he was astonished to see tears shining in the eyes of Santa and Anya as well, while smiles of overwhelming joy lit their faces. They held out their hands. Joe ran to them, losing himself in their welcoming arms, and they held him tightly until he knew in his heart that they would never let him go, and that he was theirs to love, and and they were his forever. Claus looked up at Anya over Joe's head, their eyes shining in their gaze met as the man and woman who had never had a child of their own at last found the son they had always longed for.
0: Now we have said multiple times over the course of this podcast that this was a major plot point throughout, obviously throughout production, and it got far enough along that it was in the book and even in the comic book. Mm -hmm. So my guess is they had to have filmed all that because the film picks up Yep. We see Cornelia talking with a different group of elves, and I have the elves right here. Should I get into that? Yeah, go ahead. Cornelia is happily talking with another group of elves, or awkwardly talking. It was very relatable. It's like when you're a kid talking to a bunch of grown-ups. Old you, men. You don't know. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, but if the movie was made today... Um, let's just say that's one thing to Santa Claus with Tim Allen did, right? Having the elves be younger kids because there's definitely a, like a, through the 2022 lens, there's definitely a creep factor. Yeah. Of, <laughs> like there's nobody but old men in this workshop. But they
1: okay. are jolly little old elves. Yes, They yes. are not creepy old men.
0: Yes, yes, that is true. <laughs> but yeah, it's totally relatable. Cornelia's like awkwardly like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I had to go frame by frame to get some of the details here. But she is seen talking with Dooley, Gooba, who you, of course, everybody knows is the Taylor Elf. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows Dooley. Mm -hmm. Goobler, the bearded Mm -hmm. painter elf. Yep. And Goobler is obscuring another elf who I went frame by frame. I could not decipher who it was. I thought it might be Groot. But later in this minute, we see a different elf with glasses and a a big Mm -hmm. beard, which Groot did not have,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um, standing around that same area. So I don't think the elf in this minute is a hidden Groot, unfortunately. Groot, (laughs) you know, Groot, if you are just tuning in at minute 103, is a lost elf, the chef of the North Pole. And he popped up in a number of minutes, like in the background. Yeah. And also just... Anybody keeping track, there were two other elves, like, way off in the background, not with the group talking to Cornelia. They weren't the twins. I couldn't identify them, so, but there were two more elves there. The film picks up where you're, like, caught up with your book description, so I think all that was probably filmed. Because Mm -hmm. we pick up where Joe's face, like, lights up in a close-up, and Santa and Anya, like, kind of just embrace him, take him under under their arms lovingly. And he looks at him, like, with a big beaming smile on his face until... He catches a glimpse of Cornelia, and then you can, like, see the thought occur in his head.
1: What about Corny?
0: And then Cornelia looks over at Joe and ducks under a railing to walk over to Joe, Santa, and Anya. And the elves she was talking to watch as she walk away. And Gooba, in particular, (laughs) looks very, like, watching very intently. Like, why did she leave?
1: I think, I I wish I could have had your face in the podcast. (laughs) But I think it was more like, why didn't I ever think of that? That's a joke.
0: Oh, why? (laughs) He's like impressed by ducking under the railing.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, I could fit through there too.
0: Not the nerve of this kid. We were talking about fashion. She just (laughs) upped and left me hanging. So here we go. The Sulkins setting up for a potential sequel that we never got. Remember, the Sulkins were infamous for making sequels. The Three Musketeers, the Four Musketeers, all the Superman movies—they were in the sequel business, mm-hmm. and from the get-go, I'm sure they were thinking, "We're going to be in the Santa Claus business forever. We're going to be making one of these every other year, and then—and we don't have to pay Warner Brothers a cut of anything because Santa's in the public domain. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like printing money." And then this movie kind of went over with a. So Cornelia walks up to Santa. Santa puts an arm around her. She looks up at him and asks, "Can I stay just till next Christmas, please?" And Joe adds, "And you can give her a lift home next year." So uh, any kid in the audience would assume, "Oh, we're gonna see what's gonna happen next year." Yep. When they bring Cornelia home to an uh, empty house. Yeah, Santa. (laughs) Santa didn't think this through. It's like, okay, you can adopt Joe. He's an orphan. We all know he's an orphan. But you don't know that Cornelia's step-uncle is floating out in space now. (laughs) You have no idea that people are going to be looking for Cornelia. She's obviously like a high-profile person. Like the dance dance instructor, the nanny. Somebody is going to notice pretty quick that she is missing. I would Would, hope so. Would this have been addressed in Santa Claus the Movie too?
1: I would hope so. I'm sure that at the beginning of Santa Claus 2, when they're bringing her back home, to wherever they're bringing her back to. I mean, I guess back to BZ's house would be the only place they could return her to. They would find something, right? Like, oh, I guess she has to stay with us forever now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I guess everyone would have assumed that BZ just ran off with her somewhere.
1: I would would guess. But the problem with that...
0: The cops saw him fly off into space. Right,
1: is that the cops saw him fly away. At first, I was like, oh, they're just going to assume that he took Cornelia to Brazil when he ran away. But, yeah, the cops saw BZ flying into outer space. They know that he didn't take her with him. They arrested Towser. They arrested Grizzard. The nanny would be the only one that was left. And she would know that Cornelia was gone. Or maybe she doesn't care.
0: Well, as far as she knows, Cornelia's still up in her room. Right. Remember, they had dinner. Then Santa yeah. came and picked him up after he got the letter and there's going to be a big manhunt <laughs> for Cornelia in New York It'll City, be, is all we're saying.
1: Her face will be all over the milk cartons. Have you seen this girl? I,
0: I I know I know I had joked for many years that if there was ever, it would have been like a courtroom drama where Santa is a, is on trial for kidnapping. <laughs> so anyway, as I was saying earlier, a big plot point was that Anya and Claus, it was brought up multiple times in the beginning and throughout the movie, how they couldn't have their kids of their own and the end of the movie was really setting up that and made it abundantly clear in the book in the comic book even so it must have got pretty far in production that Santa took Joe in as his new adopted son mm-hmm. and to give you an idea how far that idea went back I have here a quote from the man himself Mr. Alexander Salkin from a New York Times article from July 17th 1983 so this is before the film even started production This article concludes with this paragraph. But there's always room for sequels. After Supergirl, the Salkin's next project is Santa Claus, a movie that Mr. Salkin describes as, quote, an enchantment, funny, sentimental, very up. It will have a villain, a shrewd elf. This gives you an idea how early in the process this was, where the elf Mm -hmm. character was still going to be the antagonist. Probably two stars, but Santa Claus may be another unknown, and it will cost at least $50 million because, he said, that's what you need to do it well. And barring a sleigh crash or other catastrophe, it is virtually certain to spawn a Santa Claus 2. And, to quote Mr. Alexander Salkin, the Walt Disney of Santa Claus the movie, he said, quote, We can do Santa Claus, and then we can do Son of Santa Claus. But I wonder why they tapped the brakes so much on that idea in the final cut of the film. One of those unsolved mysteries. We asked Carrie K. Heim if she had was aware of any sequel, and she said she wasn't.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: she did say all the major players—Lithgow, Moore, Huddleston—they all had written in their contract a sequel. They were they had a sequel built into their contract that never happened, but. Carrie did not because her parents knew she wanted to go off to school. So if there was a Santa Claus 2, we may have had it with a fake Cornelia.
1: We could have. Or she would have just not been in it.
0: Well, that would have been weird. Or or it's like, it takes place afterward. Bye, Cornelia. We just dropped her off. Yeah. See, see like, the back of her head waving at the sleigh. Yep. (laughs) So interesting stuff, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Now, in the comic book, I remember the panel. Doesn't he, doesn't Santa say something like, you're my son?
1: This is the very last panels, the last four panels of the comic book. And this is Santa looking at Joe. And for all you've done, Joe, you still haven't been rewarded. Isn't there something you would like? And Joe says, Well, well, yes. I want to stay with you, Santa. I want to be your kid. The next panel is Santa hugging Joe, Anya hugging Cornelia, and Santa saying, My son. And then Anya is looking at Cornelia. Cornelia says, looking at Anya, and can, can I stay too, Mrs. Claus? At least till next Christmas. And Anya says, huh, I think we can arrange it, Cornelia. I think we can arrange it. So that is how the comic book.
0: Well, co- comic book Anya is, ri- is right on board from the get go. Yes. In the movie, Claus looks up at Dooley to get like Dooley's approval.
1: Well, he goes, yeah.
0: Well, Dooley, in an obviously like dubbed in later line because Dooley's next line sounds like it like just cuts in awkwardly. Well, Dooley, as if I don't have enough to do. Now I'm going to have to be a school teacher. And Joe and Cornelia don't like the sound of that. They look at each other and both say at the same time, Bin, let's see if we can say it together, just like okay. them, just like the kids. School? Uh, okay, Dooley, set us up again. Now I'm going to have to be a school teacher. School. But Santa thinks this is hilarious He lets out a hearty laugh He puts his back into this ho 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 This mm-hmm. is the most Santa Santa's been Throughout the entirety of this movie He like puts his hands on his tummy And puts his back Like flips his back back back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, 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 oh.
0: Like what you think of when you hear Santa's laugh Yeah and the kids are still looking at each other, very unsure of themselves. <laughs> they both they have that, uh, was this such a good idea?
1: <laughs> what are these guys going to teach us?
0: And the minute ends just as the making toys music starts up again. And the last thing we see is about one second of the wooden blue chicken on the wall making the cuckoo clock noises. Yep. I do have a few odds and ends notes to tie things up. Did you have anything else from the book? Uh,
1: nope, because everything else in the book is going to wait until the next minute. This is the part that John has been waiting for, for a long time. How Patch and Puffy get along after- They get along? I said how
0: they (laughs) get along
1: after Patch's great escape and his return- But I'm not going to tell you about it in this minute. Next
0: week, we are (laughs) finally going to find out what the canon resolution to this movie was. All our unanswered (laughs) questions will be answered next week. (laughs) The questions that have been burning in my brain since I was just a wee tot are going to (laughs) be... answer next week (laughs) because ben has not let me see the novelization
1: nope i will not let him read it he though to be fair he has had he has held out and he has had some great self-control over the ben
0: ben don't you mean elf control
1: Yeah, but you're not an elf. So he has uh, a lot of control over himself because I don't know if I would have been able to just ignore it when it has so many answers to all I of this. I want questions. everyone to
0: have my genuine reactions <laughs> when they come back next time. I just have some random observations before we wrap things up this week. Okay. This whole this whole elf party, welcome back patch and Santa everybody happy and clinking their glasses together party this is taking place in the main area of the elf workshop which seems to be a multi-use area
1: it's where they film everything
0: yeah it's where they build (laughs) all their toys on the tables it's where they had seasons greetings and the big telescope earlier we do catch a glimpse of the elf television with the big globe on the top we'll get a better look at everything next week when everybody's dancing and having a good time but that's all i got i just went to my last page i've covered everything (laughs) it went by too quick went by too quick
1: sorry we have one more minute you know that's exciting
0: i can't wait and then it's four minutes of end credits
1: yeah but there's like stuff going on
0: that is true we will finally be giving anyone we haven't already talked about their due unless we forgot that we already talked about them (laughs) then we'll be talking about them again (laughs) One thing I've noticed, um, I occasionally listen to old episodes at work, we always refer to our website, but have we ever said where our website is, Um, where you post the screenshots and supplemental material, the YouTube links and all that stuff?
1: Well, I have said that the link to our website is down in the description of the podcast.
0: Oh, okay. All right. I didn't realize it was in the description, I guess.
1: (laughs) (laughs) it is. It's in the description of the podcast. Um, but it's a it's it's dot com and then there's a podcast link down on that website. but it is in the in the description of every single podcast.
0: ever since our podcast hit the 100 episode mark, <laughs> yeah. some podcast feeds haven't been carrying all our episodes because we had a setting in our pod bean. that's where our podcasts are hosted that cut off at 100 so, if you wanted to go back from the beginning if you're just discovering us like it would start at minute like 103 yeah that issue has been rectified google i think is still catching up slowly but i notice on apple and amazon all episodes are now displayed well i guess that's it normal places santa by the minute gmail.com facebook instagram tiktok twitter check us out
1: no we're not we're not on tiktok we're on twitter
0: Twitter. Well, yeah. BZ just bought Twitter, so uh, <laughs> Ben and I post a brand new episode each and every Wednesday till this movie is over. And as always, you can listen to any of those episodes...